0: hey adam yes uh, can you tell the future i cannot no i am not a fortune teller do you have a crystal ball i do not have a crystal ball i don't have tarot cards i don't practice centuria
1: (laughs) practice okay well let's see where this goes not looking good
0: I'm Adam Manis I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast.
1: <laughs> Monthly. No music advice coming at you.
0: <laughs> coming at you. Today, we're sponsored by Open Studio. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com. Hey, Peter, I don't know if you remember, but we've been talking about the Piano Access Pass seven-day free trial. It's absolutely free. It doesn't require even a credit card. I think we're crazy for doing this, but uh, we've been actually getting a lot of folks who've been digging it, and they
1: end up sticking around because you get to try every piano course we make. Absolutely that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, it's been a wonderful thing, and we invite everybody to come on. Do not feel like you're taking advantage of us. You are not. And absorb. If you want to just absorb as much as you can during those seven days and then drift off, that's, that's no problem. We're looking to give you – I mean, this is like a test drive. Like, how yeah, are you yeah, going to yeah. buy a car if you haven't yeah. test driven? We don't want to take your hard-earned money – uh, until uh, you know you're sure that this is a good fit. I mean, we we have we have so especially for piano. This was, it's such a great program. We have all, the all access pass as well for all instruments, but specifically this piano access pass is great because we've got stuff at all different levels. So what this will enable you to do is to say, okay. I'm kind of at the beginner I'm kind of at the intermediate level I'm resonating with Adam's daily guided practice sessions I'm going more to the Jeff Kieser stuff to sample out the different things to make sure that we're our offerings that we're very confident we have something for every aspiring jazz pianist this is for you to be sure you don't have to just take our word for it
0: no check it out you got four courses by Peter Martin including a weekly jazz piano method course I have I think I have four now including the daily guided practice session course you got three courses from Jeffrey Kieser you got a Brazilian jazz piano course course from Alio Alves you have a bunch of packs and transcriptions and all these resources it really has become one of our most popular ways that people are enjoying open studio and we're pretty confident which is why we're doing this uh, free trial so
1: right we're, we're not cocky but we're confident we're, no, we're no, drifting
0: no. somewhere in between the two right we, we like to we like to be confident that we are uh, we're delivering on the value and so we'd like to put our uh put our money where our mouth is so go check Absolutely. it out that's uh open slash pap dash trial there's a link here in the description on the app, Peter, what are we talking
1: about today? Well, today we are talking about the future of jazz performance, specifically uh, the future of live jazz. Um, and I think that what will be wrapped in with that is the future of uh, the art form, really. Uh, yeah. Not to get too ominous or anything. I'm actually very, uh, um, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the future, but we'll get into some of that. So. For sure. Um, how, how are you seeing the future of jazz? I mean, obviously, we're still in this, uh, still in this, we're kind of now settling in for the long run, uh, unfortunately, I, I feel like for this pandemic period worldwide. Yeah, you know what? I
0: think because of the improvisational nature of jazz and because of how good jazz musicians train at being good live players, I think that the live element of this is going to be to our advantage. So I'm actually pretty hopeful I also mm-hmm. think that during this COVID time, not just the COVID time, but all of the uh, unrest around uh, the murder of George Floyd, that people want something real right now to connect yes. with. And I think that we traditionally have been uh, the, as real as you can get, you know? Yeah. So I think uh, that really, you know, we have a place in this as jazz musicians, and the music we make still matters. And. We are. I also believe that, and and I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. You're one of the the great innovators I know in music and and otherwise. But I think by nature, jazz musicians are innovators, and we always kind of we irk out a way. You know what I mean? Even when we're not, we're never been popular. The most popular form of music. I mean, not for. 90 years but uh you know what i mean but we've We're always come back well we've irked out a living we've irked out a community we've worked out great art like yes. every decade has had great art made from jazz musicians i don't think there's any stopping that at this point
1: that's right yeah there's there's been a lot of uh headwinds against the music and the musicians uh especially the pioneers mm. uh of this music primarily african-american uh, folks that that were able to create this very refined and defined art form um oftentimes with with if not just blatant racism uh right up in their face through the record companies through the audience through police outside of clubs other musicians yeah i mean the list goes on and on um but certainly a lot of um you know overt and covert uh headwinds in the in the form of racism so like there's been a lot overcome the, the music has been about overcoming adversity all along so i totally would agree with what you say I and mean, we have that as part of our dna part of our heritage the yep. music the lineage of the music and we can draw upon that which is which is wonderful totally. um the the challenging areas i see are um this is a music best what do they say a revenge is revenge is a dish best served cold uh but music uh, jazz music is is a is, is a genre, is an art form that I think is best served live in sure. a lot of ways, both in terms of recordings. We've talked about that. Some of our favorite recordings and some of the most beloved recordings are live recordings They really capture that essence if it's live at the Vanguard, live at the Philharmonic, live, I mean, so many iconic records. Um, and so I, I think that the authenticity that you spoke about that the, that's inherent in the music uh, and in the practitioners of it, especially the great ones, Um, comes across, like anything, best live because it doesn't have to be programmed. It doesn't have to hide behind a lot of production. And there's an energy there to the improvisation that is both imparted to the audience and drawn upon from the audience to the musicians. That's like a beautiful vicious cycle, right? Mm. Mm. Uh, and it's a very circular kind of energy that I didn't understand for many years as a as a young ignorant musician. But uh, as as I went from little Peter, young Peter, to middle aged Peter, it's become. It's just it's like you actually start to experience these things in a deep way. Where where we, we talk about getting getting energy from the audience. I know the first time. I really started to understand it was I would realize when there was a really good audience and by good I mean both attentive but involved, you know, that could be involved, uh, you know, in terms of being boisterous and and cheering at the right times and clapping, but it could also just be involved by really listening intently. but connected you know spiritually connected musically connected in a way that only a great audience that's that's very intelligent and soulful can do so like what i started to notice was when i did those kinds of gigs with those audiences i'd have more energy at the end of the evening i felt Mm. like i played better and i had more energy and so that's when i started being like wow okay that's how you're getting energy from an audience that's how you're tapping into the energy in the room like we say and so you know because there's the ability to do that and then have that actually affect the music through our improvisations in a very, you know, immediate and authentic and organic way, um, that's something that's that's that I think, you know, we come up against that's very difficult when we don't have the opportunity to play live. We're always talking about with other musicians and like we basically haven't done that nobody's har- hardly ever done that i mean mm. over the over the the this pandemic period i mean there's almost no interaction in terms of playing live with other people but i think that playing live in front of an audience is as very much as a different kind of energy no similar kind of energy different kind of setup but very similar that when we talk about it as part of the circle of the audience and then the musicians on stage yeah. I wonder, I wonder what your thoughts are on just on
0: creating the music with other musicians at this point. Cause it, it proves to be a real challenge. The past 20 years, um, it's already changed a lot just naturally as the industry has shifted. Like when we did our, our live listening sesh, uh, uh, listening to Joshua Redman's Beyond, and we had most of the band on the sesh sitting in, I remember... Yeah, that was fun. The pian- It really was. The pianist Aaron Goldberg said, you know, we, we made this record on the road. Like we... N- not, not meaning they recorded it on the road, but yeah. they really... They honed they those. It. They prepped it. They played it over and over again. And he said, you know, this is how the music is developed for its whole history. And in the past 10 years, uh, you know, there wasn't as much touring going on. So there weren't as many regular bands that were just playing night after night for a year. And then you have music ready for a record that's super tight. Uh, now, you know, there are even more challenges, not just from the industry, but just it's being in the same room with people. Yeah. Uh, and there even being gigs is, is who knows when that's going to come back. It's going to be a while, you know, for, for, yeah. for most of us. So I wonder, like, how are we going to make music together? I see some kind of use of technology that I know that you and I are are adept at because of our work with Open Studio and and being able to do that. But I'm just wondering if musicians in general are going to be able to get on that that boat. I guess it's sink or swim if you can't.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for this period, I think we're really looking at a not a total pause, but a similar kind of like a kind of jittery pause for certainly for the live aspect of jazz. I think that we we need to recognize that just beyond just jazz or or improv improvised music, um, like we 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 have healing powers and a message and and things that can edify and nourish listeners that needs to get out there in the world, especially at this time when we have. You know, uh, global unrest, and we have you know the kind of political unrest, and the kind of uh, you know, uh, you know, finally, somewhat, hopefully, of of, of a consensus—not not a consensus, a majority going towards stamping out racism, inherent and systemic systemic racism in this country, the United States. You know, the possibility for all these things. I think the jazz music and high art proves a pivotal and important role in that hmm. in in pushing the boundaries. I mean, you look at the history and it's always done that. I mean, uh, we were talking just a couple of weeks ago about Nina Simone and like, you know, her po- political statements through her music, her stand against, you know, stand for justice and against injustice, that that changed the course of history, you know? Yeah. And so we have to, We and it's not that we get to be like high-minded or whatever. It's not that, but like we have to do our part. And so- it's going to be very difficult for this next year or six months or maybe a year and a half. What, you know, realistically, how long is it? It's, it's not a couple of months. It's going to be a while. We have to find ways to get our music out. We, we can't totally pause, even though there, there is going to be somewhat of a pause. We have to find a way to do it safely. and We have to find a way to do it um, in a way that continues to edify people. And I think that that's going to take innovation. It's going to take some creativity. We're starting to see some of it already. Um, and, you know, certainly at a minimum, You know a kind of duplication of a live experience in a streaming situation yeah but then that also it has to go beyond that because it can't just be like you know okay when you meet with somebody and you really connect with them you know a zoom call can only get you to what 80 percent or 70 percent you can communicate but there's certain things lost and then people like oh I'm getting better at it or whatever well according to our our frequency of our podcast it's about what is that 63 (laughs) percent right 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 exactly um but, I think the recorded aspect of music is going to be very important during this period, so you're going to have a lot more, and we 're already seeing that you know and this is not live music. I know we're talking about um, you know the future of live jazz, so i don 't want to go too far from that, but I think that recorded music because people are going to just be more homebound they already are and it 's not yeah, going to yeah. just oh the country 's open, everybody's rushing out you know that's that's just not how it's going to happen, and so people being able to listen to music very intently and and be move by it in their cars or their homes or whatever I think is going to be important to kind of substitute for live music for a while
0: yeah and from the live aspect I mean the streaming thing it's not perfect but you certainly have made it work you have your Friday night uh, shelter in place concert that you're on I think this week you're on week 14 is that right yep and those are just terrific man I mean those are those have been like uh you know a weekly engagement I know for me and my family that we've just really loved so I guess every every musician out there you know check out uh, check out Peter's Friday night concert for some inspiration for what's possible.
1: Yeah, and I think that that, yeah, we're, st- I mean, from the artist standpoint, um, I've watched some too, so I, got, I get, kind of get it from the other side, but I've had so much more experience doing it from a performance standpoint. There's there's a learning curve in terms of it being a live situation cause of, because of that lack of immediate audience. Yeah. So like we what we do is some things to really meet the audience and connect with them after so that I can be thinking about that next time, kind of build up a community. So yeah, that,
0: we do that Zoom hang afterwards, like yeah. the whole audience can come on a Zoom call, a big Zoom call. It's really
1: fun, actually. It's fun, yeah, and, and it's surprisingly how important. And I'm just I'm learning as I go. So, but how important that is just to kind of connect with real humans being out there. For sure. I was thinking about I don't we haven't even talked about this yet, Adam. Just maybe um, one thing with live music in general, um, but. I wonder if like outdoor situations aren't going to be the future of it for a while it seems to be you're starting to see people are more comfortable yeah. and I, I think that there's some science that put a backs us up that it's a little bit safer to be still socially distanced but in not huge groups i know i saw like the we were talking about the the great dave chappelle special the netflix special that just came on in the last few days and he did that outdoors and i think that their feeling was it was a very small audience and they yeah. were you know, kind of places for people to sit, but I think it, it looked pretty safe. I know they were temperature checking and things like that. People are just going to have to get used to those kind of things. But maybe that's an ent- uh, you know kind of a stopgap, at least during this period where we can still be playing for some audiences in, in, in a safe and, and, and responsible way. And I mean, look, they no matter what you do, I mean, you could put people in scuba dive PP outfits or whatever but that's not going to be a way for them to enjoy consuming music live like there's only so far people are going to go so true. Where it's just like oh, uh, this is just not worth it so like how do we is it possible to find a place an outdoor situation where people can actually because if you can't relax if you're worried about someone's going to cough at me it's going to drift over it that kind of kills the, the joy of enjoying music right it really does but i'm hopeful i'm hopeful that jazz musicians can
0: figure it out I, I, in fact i know that we can i think that uh, as a community we've always been innovators and uh we're scrappy as hell that's for sure you know we don't need a lot of money (laughs) no that's right (laughs) never have so yeah i'm I'm very hopeful so
1: cool yeah Yeah, me too cool Wow, there you go. Well, we are sponsored by OpenStudioJazz.com. That's something you can do safe from the Oh, that, privacy that makes me hopeful too. Yeah. You don't even have to give your credit
0: card, right? No, man, you can go uh, check out the Piano Access Pass. We have a seven day free trial. Just follow the link here in the description. You can go to OpenStudioJazz.com slash PAP dash trial to check it out. And you get to sample every single, not just sample, you get every single Open Studio piano course courses by peter martin jeffrey Keyser, elio Alves, myself you get the weekly jazz piano method lesson you get the daily guided practice session
1: with me you get the live version is that correct of the yeah daily you guided can practice session.
0: we do a live version on zoom of the guided practice session super popular it's really fun we do a q a afterwards where we talk about
1: what we just practiced it's really yeah. really great so come check it out and yeah and if you do get a chance you can also access all um, uh, the daily guided practice sessions uh, in the archive as well if you can't do the zoom but if you get a chance during your week trial try to stop in on that because that'll also give you a chance to sample the open studio community that we're so you know proud and honored to have uh, a bunch of great folks uh, around the world that have kind of connected through the music you know and through getting better and uh, that's kind of your best place to see it right there that's right man till tomorrow tomorrow okay oh, until... you hear it <laughs> <laughs> till sometime you'll hear it uh...